Okay. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Trail Culture. I'm your host, Em Robertson, and I'm so stoked that you are all tuning in. This week, we are going to be chatting to ASICS athlete and George local Rebecca Kiena. Um, this is definitely a name to watch in, in the upcoming season, trail season this year and just over the next few years. Um, Rebecca is still relatively new to the sport, I'd say, but has come onto the scene with speed and just like a super fun presence. Um, she's always got a smile and, and something nice to say at, at the race village of any event, which is so cool. Um, and from local victories at the Skyrunning series to an international win in Istria last year, Rebecca is consistently present on one of the three podium steps at, at races. And if she's not racing, then she's running the Otaniqua Mountains flat and all of her training in George, um, probably with Brandon and the, the two little dogs that run with them. Um, so yeah, I'm really stoked to have Rebecca on the podcast today. So welcome, Rebecca. Hey, Em, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. This is my first podcast, so hopefully it goes well. No, it, <laughs> it will. It will. We've been chatting actually back and forth for a little while of like when to record. And um, we had a brief conversation before this. And I think the timing of this is perfect. So, yeah, super stoked to have you. Um, I think so. Usually I start with people's kind of intro into the sport but with Rebecca's story we, we're going to take it a little step back back to 2019 and this is actually when how Rebecca got into my radar I saw this reel on Instagram that she posted about um, having a stress fracture to her hip like this devastating hip injury and I remember watching this reel and thinking is this the girl who just ran like this really fast six peaks and I was so intrigued by by the story so Maybe let's start there. Um, so in 2019, you faced this like intense injury and a long rehab process. So take us through what happened, what the rehab looked like, and yeah, how you kind of emerged from that that part of your life. Yeah, so 2019 was a rough year. Um, I come from like a track and field background. I raced uh the 800 the 15 and the 3000 but later on i kind of focused more on the 3000 meters so that's like seven and a half times around the track yeah uh, yeah so um 2019 i was qualifying for nationals and um i had like this weird niggle feeling in my hip or my groin for a very long time so i kind of was at the physio almost like every week and Three days before the race, I said to my, my mom, I was like, you're like, my hips not, or my groin's not feeling good. So I went to the physio and we're like, okay, it must be a groin strain or something. Yeah. Um, I shouldn't run the race. I was like, no, I, I have to run the race. Like, I have to, I have to qualify. Um, the big race is like in a month's time. I need to qualify. I need to do all the training. And then I went to the physio and they just like strapped me up and stuff and told me to stretch and like warm up nicely. And I got to the field that Saturday. My race was at, I think it was up or seven um, in Oatsorn and it was a hot day. And I stretched, I warmed up and I started my race. Um, it actually got delayed for some reason, the, the race. And I actually went to the bathroom and I like missed my under I think it was under 16 race and when I got back I saw them running I was like oh no I like I've missed my race so my coach went to the guy that like 
the umpire guy and he said no okay I can run with under 19 so I was like okay cool like this is maybe better so I was on the start line and then like I get super nervous track made me really nervous so as I got into the start line my bladder was full like I needed to (laughs) eat so I was like no this can't happen I literally just weed so then um I we get ready and we start running and it's like a good pace like I could see I was going to run my PB I was right behind the girl that like wins almost every race so I was happy and literally like my leg just got sore and sore every step I took and like every lap I went around I cried a little (laughs) like every time and I had a tear like falling down my face every time I passed my parents, my coach, and they just, I don't think they really picked up that I was like in pain, but I was kind of limping. So I think they could see that. But yeah, the last lap, I actually like fell. I I, I took a step and like just collapsed to the ground and like everything just kind of stood still for a bit. Like I was screaming. I just heard the snap and I thought it actually just dislocated. Yeah. And as I lay down, like, my bone was sticking out of my leg and I've kind of thought okay this must be like dislocated and it was really sore like I don't think I've <laughs> ever experienced that much pain in my life but yeah. I was so like adamant to get up and like finish because it was literally one lap left like I think of maybe 380 meters to go and I was like just so upset that I couldn't get up because I was just in so much pain and I like wanted to try and then my coach ran over and he's like you don't look good like just lie down so he carried me to the side um because the athletes were still coming like around so um he picked me up and he like put me on the grass um hectic and he kind of just held me there I was crying and I was like in a lot of pain and I like he's a very conservative guy um and I was like I had like poly shorts on so like split shorts yeah and I like pulled it open I was like like my leg look at my leg like just pull my leg out like back and put it in it's yes. sore I can't I can't do anything and he's like no that doesn't look good like just leave it so then like um the first aiders they were beginners oh, <laughs> oh they came and they like tried to help and they put me like on this wooden table like not even like a proper thing and they were like wobbling and it they only got to me like 30 minutes later I think they only like realized that there was something actually wrong like 30 minutes later so they came and they like picked me up and put me on this thing and like every movement it was just like pain like you have no idea so they like kind of walked me to like you know those like tin trestle not table kind of things yes yes (laughs) so they put me on one of those things and they're like a lot of moving yeah and they put like they tried to put a needle in and my dad like had it he's like listen we want someone that knows what they're doing yeah so he um got someone like a decent person or someone that knows what they're doing to come help me and she was like listen like this doesn't look good don't move the leg so they took me the hospital was closed in Oatsorn Kango marathon was going on people were going in there with like severe dehydration but the hospital was closed so I don't know what they were doing and I was so like out of it out of it in like pain. yeah oh, in pain man. they say like they don't understand how I didn't pass out but I think I was like so upset that I didn't finish the race yeah. that like that was all that was on my mind yeah. and I had pain 
and I needed to wee oh, and my still, bladder yeah. just kept on like growing. And then um, eventually they got the hospital open. It, <laughs> the little taxi thing or whatever that took me there, like was driving 15 Ks an hour there because every little movement like was so bad, like so sore in my leg. Sure. So they got like the keys for the hospital and they opened the x-ray room and everything and they still hadn't given me pain stuff like this is maybe three hours later brutal and um they called like an actual ambulance to come fetch me and then uh they opened they took an x-ray and they actually saw that the bone is like completely off like it's rotated and like it's sticking out of the like skin and they're like they are so glad that they didn't touch the leg because that bone like it's been off from the whole femur for so long that the blood circulation in the bone like the femur head it was busy dying off so they actually needed to like race me to george to operate as soon as they could just to like save the bone from dying off completely yeah so yeah that's Um, crazy yeah and then they as i got to george they operated at like Papa six that night. Oh my word. Bladder still growing. <laughs> Didn't we? <laughs> Couldn't we? And then um yeah, they operated. The operation was I think like three hours. Oh maybe. my word. They put two pin like screws in my hip and yeah, that's what they did. I was in hospital for just over a week, I think. I literally couldn't get out the bed for a week. They would sure. bedwash me. That was like the worst of it all. Oh, <laughs> I hate that. I need like my private space and yeah, like yeah. do everything on my own. Um, yeah, it was quite a, it took me a long time to realize what was happening to me. Um, and it was like, yeah, it was a very hard time for me. Yeah. And only later on, I realized what actually happened and went to the like hospital, the x-ray and um we took an x-ray and <laughs> yeah this is hectic it's emotional to remember yeah. yeah and um took an x-ray and i actually saw like how the bone broke and that's when i realized what happened yeah. so yeah it was hard that is crazy and the hardest part was like i couldn't run yeah and that is what i do yes i can imagine that was like the first (laughs) question um that was at the front of your mind you're like lying in the hospital bed you're trying to recover and then the whole thing is like when when can i run again and i i don't know i mean was there a straightforward answer for you or was there this thing of like we're not sure it's an if not a when yeah like i had no answers at the time like a lot of doctors they were in and out there and um I had like a a physician, I think it is. Yeah. He came there and he was like, he literally said to my face, he's like, you're never going to run again. And oh. I was like, you know what? I will run again and I will show you that I'll run again. And then like, I literally, I was so like pissed at him. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I will run again. I will literally show you. And um, like, that's kind of, I think, I w- like I've always been quite a strong I have like a strong mind but I think when all of this happened um it kind of made me stronger so in any sport if it had to be swimming I was gonna show this guy that I was gonna do something yeah um so yeah a lot of doctors were very uncertain that I was gonna be able to like run again and stuff um 
but I had like at the time I had a bikinetikist and he was like very like positive about everything and he was really like willing to help me get back to where I was and even better and my physio also like really like was positive and they were very like nice to me because they know how much like it meant to me and like they wanted me to get better so they also like put in the time the hours to get me there um but yeah later on I and my like doctor that operated on me was also very positive yeah um and I was on crutches for about I think it was just a year and a bit so it was a very year. long time oh, and I uh went so four months after the op I was allowed to walk with one crutch so it's still like allowed like a little bit of weight bearing but not as much yeah um and actually like a month afterwards I could feel there was something not right with my leg so we went we did have x-rays like once every month which was a lot of x-rays but we had one once every month and maybe a month after having four um a crutch one crutch um they picked up like a that the screw had broken in my hip so that was yeah another setback so it actually made the crack a little bit more and that's what was causing like pain and stuff and luckily we picked it up early so maybe two weeks after that checkup they booked me in for an operation to remove the screws and then put new ones in so they did that and then I was back on two crutches for like four Mm. months again brutal yeah and then I started swimming for a very long time I (laughs) must have swam like twice a day every day I spent four hours a day in the pool like to this day I don't know how I did it I was so (laughs) like in such a bad place like that's probably the only thing that could have taken my mind off like yeah you needed like an outlet yeah Mm. going through so um yeah I swam and then eventually I could ride a bit like spin on the what bike (laughs) hate the what bike (laughs) hate it so much um but yeah then I could start spinning which helped me a lot then I took down the swimming a little bit and (laughs) instead of swimming twice I started swimming and riding um but yeah spent many hours in the pool must have swam like 60ks a week oh my goodness yeah um and then yeah then I when I could actually ride a proper bike outside I started riding um a lot like outside I would ride to wilderness for coffee rides and then I'll come back um and then I would do some local races which was really fun like very different to running yeah stuff and, <laughs> and yeah. in your in your mind Rebecca were you wanting to get back to the track specifically was that like the goal the end goal for you to get back on track literally yeah so um when I I started to recover properly end of 2021 and I actually started running a little bit um, with the screws in my hip and everything. And then eventually they took the screws out and then I could run a little bit more. And then eventually like I could run normally again. Yeah. And then when the time, like most of my track sessions were on grass. So that does help. It's not as much impact on your body. Um, so I started running track, I think, my matric year was 20, 21, 20, mm. I can't remember. <laughs> 20, <laughs> I'm like, so Rebecca's turning 
21 on Tuesday, which is crazy <laughs> when we go through some of her results. The fact that she's not even 21 yet and at the start of her career is wild, but uh, 20, <laughs> 21. Before. I think it was that, yeah. So I actually finished my matric year running track and that was the main goal because I obviously wanted to prove everyone wrong yeah that's the main the main <laughs> thing I wanted to just prove everyone wrong um so I finished my last year on the track um in my matric year and I finished yeah I finished my 3000 meters that I didn't finish oh. and I did a PR on that so that was good it just shows me that I can I did yeah. get back to where I wanted to be um in my last year and then Actually, after that, I picked up another stress fracture under my hip Okay. Um, where it broke. So that was also set me back for another four months sure. out of no running. So back to swimming, back to riding again. Um, but yeah, that was the main goal to get back to my track just to finish that race that I didn't finish um, because that's what meant the most to me. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. what, I mean, that timeline, was that like a two-year, twenty twenty one. So that's actually a three-year journey from yeah. when you broke your Yeah, your it hip. was a very long journey. Sure. I usually say to someone if they get injured, like, don't worry, man, like, time flies. And then I'm just like, you know what? When you put yourself into that person's shoes, time doesn't fly. Yeah. It took a very long time. And, like, recovery process and, like, rehab and... All of that is like super important to do. Yeah. And during that time, it like it's like shown that to do your little exercise for to get better, your little rehab exercise, like you have to do it to yeah. to get better. Otherwise, yeah. it's not going to work. No, that's hectic. And um, kind of once you'd finished your three thousand meter, I'm sure that was an emotional like moment for you. Um was there like a segue into the trail world like did you find yourself kind of yeah how did you how did you get into that yeah so um it was super cool to finish my matric year with um the race so yeah after well it was great and all but later on I had to go for an x-ray to figure out what was going on with my leg again yeah and then turns out I had another stress fracture so trail the trail running kind of was pu- pushed onto me or like forced onto me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, like when I was out then again with another stress fracture, I went back to my bikinetist and started rehab again for the second time. Um, and he, like, he also just started getting into um, running. And he actually was like South African champ for squash or something, I think oh, wow. he said. Yeah. So he also just started getting into like running. And like, obviously, to play squash, you need to run to be fit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, he like did a little bit of road running and he's like, maybe you should try the trails. Like, there's some cool trail groups here in George. Like, just go join them for like a little run. Yeah. So I was like, Mm, I don't fancy myself as like a trail runner. I'm like, <laughs> I want to be fast. I want to yeah. run fast. Yeah. Um, it's all about the pace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, well, then he, he just said like, well, then I don't know, like if you're going to run for much longer, if you want to do the road. Because like what I wanted to do when I left school was maybe go professional in like 20, 21K to like marathon, which is like, a hard one yeah hard, <laughs> on the body. They, yeah hard one but like competition wise as well like yeah it's hard um 
so that was what I wanted to do but obviously plans have changed drastically <laughs> um but yeah like I said to him I was like yo I just want to run fast like and he's like no just if you want to run you're gonna have to try something new and I'm not one for for trying new something things. new <laughs> <laughs> I just want to do what I know but anyway so I joined started joining like a 5 a.m trail run group oh wow very early for me yeah <laughs> some people <laughs> will know um so yeah I started joining like a 5am group um and I started making like a lot of friends so it was really cool like just being there running it's in the so mountain epic. and yeah it turns out I love trail running <laughs> um so yeah I started trail running and then um yeah I was more forced into it than going out on my own to try it um and yeah started doing that and then made new friends started doing new runs like joining new groups making more friends which led to different like running and then um Brandon he's actually my cousin Brandon Hully um I kind of started talking to him and I was like I can't really run road anymore can I like start joining you on some runs like let me know and he's like yeah no problem shame he's he's the best he (laughs) waited for me on the climbs on the downhills it's it took a while for me to like kind of yeah the terrain terrain and like running downhill and running uphill because roads very flat and like you don't need to worry about your feet going anywhere like it's (laughs) super but yeah trail he waited for me and yeah like it kind of picked up from there I started trail running end of when was it I think it was December 2022 wow yeah December 2022 so it's so short it's like yeah Yeah. less than two years of trail running actually yeah so I started doing that um and then I said to then like trail running and events and like athletes and everything kind of like started popping up on Instagram yeah algorithm must have been (laughs) (laughs) so I was like kind of getting into all the like trail running um races and like fkts and everything and then um six peaks like kind of popped up also brandon educated me obviously (laughs) (laughs) so um yeah it like popped up and then i was i said to him i was like listen like i want to i want to see if i can do this yeah so i found a coach i started training with brandon lombard he coaches with flat rock now um and we started training and I said to him, I was like, listen, I want to do this. Like, I just want to see if I can do it. And he was like, yeah, you can do it. It's it's a long one, but we yeah. can train and yeah. we can see if you can. You obviously can do it, but we'll train for it and we'll see how it goes. Um, so we did that. And yeah. Amazing. And I mean, your, your Six Peaks um, record. So we're going to talk about your new record now. But I mean, that first time that you ran it. That that's really, I mean, from three thousand meters on the track to a thirty-eight k on the trail with like three thousand meters of vert, it's something totally different. Yeah, completely. <laughs> um, but did you? I mean, your your first time for that, I think you were just over seven hours. Um, yeah, I did like seven or four something. And that put you in back then the new FKT holder. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah, training was very different. Um, it took me a while to adjust because coming from a track background you watch your pace like 24 7 like it's all about pace and you need to be fast so it was a big like transition for me and I needed to adapt and like accept that I'm going to be running slower so 
once that happened, like accepting that I'm going to be slower, like, um, and adjusting to terrain and everything and running like trail specific sessions. Um, yeah, like it was really fun and I started to enjoy it and I was like, okay, cool. Like I can do this. Like it's going to be able, I'm going to be able to achieve what I want to. So yeah. That is so cool. And for those who don't know, Rebecca ran a blitz time of 6.03.25 at the start of this year, Jan. No. Uh, was it end of it, last year? Yeah, December, end, middle of December. Middle of December. I mean, yeah. but six hours for anyone who knows that route, that is insane. And I think you've got the fourth fastest time overall. So I think the guys were nipping that you were going to go onto their their podium. Um, but yeah, I mean, what was the feeling there when you, there's a, there's a video of Rebecca and she is full of mud and like you can see everything went into getting this this FKT. I'm always full of mud <laughs> um yeah me and Brandon we were gonna um do just this super cool super fun long run to end of the year on a high yeah um and we chose to do there was a six peaks um FKT around the corner so we we're just like cool like if we both feel recovered from UTCT because Brandon did the 100k and I did the 35 obviously I could have recovered (laughs) but Brandon did the 100 and he did super well so we're just gonna see if he recovered and if we felt good to do it so yeah it was off season for both of us so we kind of just maintained fitness by doing like max 45 minute runs oh wow um and yeah taking off days just chilling um and yeah it, it seems rest rest helps <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> obviously um so yeah then we we're just like cool let's do like a, a nice long one to end off the year um and just celebrate a good year of, of yeah. racing and running and everything um so yeah we decided to do six peaks and obviously we wanted to run well um so yeah we paced well we st- I was like, Brandon, we're we going to do offensive back and lost back, like, super chilled, hey? He's like, yeah, yeah, no, no, definitely. <laughs> Literally did, like, got my PRs doing both. <laughs> <laughs> and I was you like, run a lot there, yeah, so that's saying like, something. Yeah. Chief is Brandon, like, can we slow down? I don't know if I'm going to make it. Yeah. And then, um, obviously, we just kind of ran and we were fueling right and doing well and feeling, feeling good, good. Mm. as soon as I got off the railway and started climbing up George I was like yo am I gonna finish yeah are oh, we starting to hurt yo, at that point yeah, yeah I hit quite a wall there um Brandon just kept going at the end I was like yo you could have just waited for me man he's <laughs> like no if we if we went slower then you would have got too comfortable yeah we yeah. had to keep the pace I was like yeah okay cool <laughs> true so then we kind of I started to recover as soon as we were, like we tagged george and then we ran back um towards craddock yeah that saddle's yeah. a nice like yeah. flowy recovery so I kind of, yeah i kind of recovered there and yeah i started feeling much better there and downed a few mix bottle of mixes and nice. some gels it was super hot or not really like conditions were good but it got hot after there yeah um and yeah luckily we took a lot of water i think i must have drank like six liters of water <sighs> and i took about I think eight gels, Yo. <laughs> eight or nine gels. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then the Bruce, the Bruce, oh my goodness. Uh, me and my descending isn't like best yes. friends. So the Bruce actually went relatively well. Okay. Um, so I was happy with that. 
it's but so it is steep. Tough. That first yeah. that first section is so crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and if the wind is blowing a tiny bit, you yeah. can guarantee a, a yeah. fall. <laughs> and it's like there's sticks and like it. You literally just fall down the mountain yeah. kind of to the ridge line and then make your way to Tikal. Yeah, but there's like sticks lying on the like on the trails and like if you slide down those sticks with your feet like yeah. you just go on your bum and then you slide <laughs> so that's why i looked so muddy the, the mud story yeah. yeah so um yeah then we reached teed corp and then we we're like cool we we like on on pace. on target pace on on pace for a new fkt and then we're like okay um tag teed corp get some coke and then go to green corp so yeah did that cross the kaiman's little stream there yeah it was flowing quite quite well <laughs> um and then started to climb fell face first also why i got oh, so mud oh, muddy yeah um and then yeah when we got to the top my dad was there my sister was there danny was there brandon's oh. wife um tristan was there on his bike and yeah one of my dad's friends monet was there um, and yeah, it was super cool to have like a little gathering at the top there. It's not the most glamorous finish. You yeah. have to tag the peak and then like make your way nine Still k's down Krunkov <laughs> yeah, yeah. to your car. Um, so yeah, it was nice to just like make our way down there with a group of friends. So awesome. And some good, good banter coming down. <laughs> um, and then yeah, was super stiff. Could feel myself, yes. feel my, my legs coming down. Um, but yeah, then we, we got home, we had some beers at home and yeah, had some sushi. We always celebrate with some sushi. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. And then kind of took a bit of an off season after that. And yeah, then, a nice holiday. Yeah. And what did you, would you say um, a lot changed between your first attempt and then this attempt? Like had you, I mean, you'd run more on the route and things like that, but yeah, would you, what would you say is like the top thing that you felt was different? Yeah, like I would say you gain a lot of experience in a year. I've only been doing it now for, I think, two years. Yeah, that's so yeah, crazy. So um, you gain a lot. And also being my home mountains and learning the mount, like, yeah, learning the mountain, if you can say it like Yeah, that. like reading it, <laughs> yeah. knowing what's up. Yeah, yeah. Um, knowing the trails, like being familiar in the environment and everything, that helps a lot. Also, like managing your nutrition it's yeah. super important to fuel yourself on the run um and also stomach problems i don't know a lot of runners get that i've struggled a few times um i'm lucky to not have struggled um so yeah like gaining experience in a year is, it it helps um and also like managing your body and pacing and yeah. everything like that yeah, having Brandon pace and just keep <laughs> yeah. your face is awesome. Yeah. And would you, like, are you still intrigued to go back and try and, like, dip under six hours? Or are you feeling like this was a great attempt? I'm I'm, I'm fine with my, my FKT for now. <laughs> um, the new thing we've agreed on every year, we'll do six peaks at the end of the year as, like, a end of year celebration. Yes. Um, so, yeah, next year we'll give it a bash again. Maybe go under the six hour mark yeah hopefully um i mean i'd love to <laughs> and then you yeah that's so cool you as you have your full year of experience you take that into your your yeah. run that's so cool yeah um and i mean yeah any advice for for people wanting to do it for the first time or wanting to attempt that fkt <laughs> look it's a, it's a tough one hey um a lot of people think oh wow like let's go let's go have some fun um 
and yeah it's it's a lot of fun don't get me wrong but it's not it's not easy like you need to you need to be able to run to be able to do it it's more like a glamorous hike than a run in my opinion (laughs) but yeah like you will need to be able to be a good not a good runner but like be able to run um and then obviously you can be good at hiking too yeah (laughs) and then fueling right definitely like you need to take a good amount of like carb mix and water or coke or whatever works for you um you'll obviously have to feel well and pace yourself well um but yeah like i guess anyone can finish it yeah i actually that's where we were trying to figure out where we met uh like just before we started recording and that's uh, we didn't meet necessarily but uh, it was last year when I came to do the six peaks route and I think you we'd already started and you were late oh yes I remember and you climbed past (laughs) me going up towards Fensterburg but I was like how is this girl so fast and it was like pitch black it's dark you you came past like morning and like (laughs) then you were like I'm late and then you kind of caught the front group but I I think you you pulled away from me so fast on that climb and I was like, wow. Like, I, I was joining Brandon. I had to go fast, otherwise he wasn't going to wait. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> you like need to make up that time. Um, and what on that route, Rebecca, what's your favorite like section? Obviously not the Bruce. Yeah, no, not the Bruce. Um, <laughs> I must say I do like, like when I run here on training runs and stuff, my my most run, my heat map on Strava would probably be the most run is Fensterberg and Lorsberg. Okay. Um, so I do, I really love running there. And then also pass to pass is really nice. Yeah, that's a great it's section. It's so nice. Like you can see almost like all, the whole mountain range, like yeah. George, Craddock. Um, yeah, it's really, really pretty. I do love that section. Um, and then obviously once hitting the railway and going up it's it's a tough section from the railway to like george yeah so that's not like i do love that trail but not at that exact moment yeah it's <laughs> like that's the hardest longest yeah. like climb yeah yeah um yeah so probably pass to pass around about that area okay amazing yeah, yeah. if anyone wants to attempt the six peaks i'm gonna stick all the <laughs> um the info in the show notes um it's a really special route and so well organized like the guys at mount co do a good job of, of wanting to um show people all the mountains and take people out there um but i think yeah a slightly different side to you rebecca you obviously are running full-time now which is so great and we're going to get into a little bit of the sponsorship stuff um just now but you are also doing some coaching with the um, Seeking Trails with Mens Germeses, who's a good friend of both of ours, um, which is so cool. And yeah, I mean, when when did you start coaching? Are you enjoying it? Um, yeah, what does that add to your kind of experience as a runner? Yeah, when I left school, um, I actually had no idea what I was going to do. Like, I've always wanted to be in like the sporting field, like being... I would love to be like a physio or a bikineticist oh, wow. or like a nurse or something like that. Like I really like that kind of vibe. Working with people. Yeah, yeah. people. Um, but yeah, maths and me. <laughs> We're not friends or science in that matter. But um, yeah, so when I left school, I wasn't too sure what I was going to do. Um, I started uh, like working at Mount Co, Jacques Mouton's shop. Yes. Um, I worked there for about, I think, six or seven months. 
um and yeah it was really nice I later on realized like if I want to be an like a good athlete and like make my way to the top eventually yeah (laughs) um I'm gonna have to like take recovery into consideration like being on your feet for seven hours is it's a bit rough yeah um and yeah like I could actually see that I wasn't recovering too well for my training that I was doing and everything so um December 2022 I think no yeah 2022 (laughs) (laughs) I'm so bad with you um anyways whenever year it was um I decided to rather like kind of go full time yeah go full time um and see how how it would go and then I during like when I left school I was like cool I'm I would love to start coaching um like kids or like people in the gym yeah personal trainer or like even a coach running coach online so like I did do a course and everything and then I was gonna start like my own coaching platform um like off training peaks um but then me and Mains like I met Mains actually when he when I just started trail running he did six peaks and I did like four peaks with a friend and then at the end we kind of finished together and we walked down and yeah we kind of became friends then and then ever since then we've like kept in contact and like we've always known like cool we're doing this race like training like this and whatever and then the one day I was like Mens, I, I want to like start coaching what do you think and like I started chatting to him about it and he was like yo that's such a cool idea and then um yeah we kind of started like our own thing um it's called Seeking Trails yeah um yeah we coach like trail runners runners like any type of runner road trail track um and then obviously oh then we also do like um multi-sport um very cool like triathlon, triathlon yeah. yeah i have a few triathletes um no it's very cool yeah you're I, like i've been in the pool yeah, and yeah. The bike. i know what i'm I can, doing yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah like i would i would also like to do tri- um a triathlon once maybe cool. yeah like I, I can i can run i can ride and i can swim so yeah. i should just give it a bash i yeah, guess yeah um but yeah we started working together and um I really like love it a lot. Um, I have quite a few athletes and it's really nice because I get to know them. Um, we become friends kind of, or yeah, we, yeah. we become friends. Um, and it's really cool. Like I love seeing someone commit themselves and it is commit themselves. Yeah, yeah. Like to the training <laughs> yeah, process. Yeah, yeah. like, um, and be passionate. And like, I really like that because that's how I am. Mm. Um, and I like seeing them do well and like progress and get better and everything and I like to put myself into their shoes and take my mind off my running and like put myself in their shoes and like go through the route with them and their nutrition and um yeah just like explain to them and like educate them not educate them but um like help them yeah um so yeah it like kind of takes my mind off my running um and gives me a little bit of a break to not be so focused on just me yeah that's (laughs) so so cool yeah it's really really nice and I've started coaching a group of little kids some track sessions um which is really cool like it's it's very different for me um and have to have a lot of patience (laughs) yeah I can just imagine (laughs) because I coach like 
four-year-olds to like 13-year-olds. So <laughs> And they're all running okay. around, yeah. lots of energy. Yeah, I do have some good kids though. They do listen to me, I must say. That's cool. Um, so yeah, it's very cool. It's very different. I have to teach them like from rock bottom, yeah. <laughs> teach them technique and like all of that. Obviously, it's very different to training an adult they can't run like 6ks plus yes, yes. <laughs> they literally have to run like 400 meters times 12 and then that's it um so yeah like it's very different um and i i love it like it's it's something very different that's so great and you find enough time to fit that in to your your kind of training program yeah like no problem at all i have kind of allocated two days a week where training isn't as like um like intense yeah like not I don't have like three sessions on that day like I'll just have a recovery day of like easy hour run and also like I coach late afternoon which allows me to fit everything in okay so yeah it's very nice nice yeah and um I mean yeah you've had an off season now you you, I can't believe six peaks your FKT was something you did in your off season (laughs) that's so funny um but yeah I think the like when I think about the future of trail running I think we had a conversation about this about like this new emerging generation of runners and the fact that you're only turning 21 this week is wild um but kind of with more and more athletes uh, like young athletes doing well um it's yeah it's just like a really exciting thing but what what is next for you this year um so I'm still deciding on like my race plan my race schedule (laughs) um but i am aiming to maybe do my first ultra this year which is exciting very cool um but yeah i mean we chatted earlier and i feel very strongly like people really like try and push going further too soon or just in general like going like too far um and it's not to say like you're a good athlete or um like a proper athlete if you only go far um you need to go short to gain speed um to let your heart rate go up and all of that like there's no use just throwing yourself in the deep end and going far um but yeah like I have chatted to a few athletes um my friends and like I feel strongly like you don't have to go far um if you're happy with the the shorter distances then do it like you don't need to prove yourself to go far and be the best because you're now running 100ks like there's no point in doing that if your body doesn't allow that um but yeah like I only want to do the 60k because I feel I'm more conditioned not conditioned but like my body likes to go longer yeah um, yeah I think you mentioned you feel like you yeah. you start you warm, warm after up. 20ks yes. yeah so like doing a 20k race like it's really fun and I can I have enough speed to 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 be there yeah um and I can hold my heart rate for a while up redlining yeah um but yeah like my body only starts feeling like really good after like a 20k so that's the reason why I've decided to do it um yeah I don't want to go far because now that's the trend yes um a lot of athletes on not athletes just like um society kind of pushes that further is better further is better and that's what you have to do um but yeah like how i explain it is 
doing a 20k to a 30k race it's it's not short like you're you conditioned in a different way to like a 100k 100 mile athlete you need to be able to hold speed you need to be able to climb fast you need to be able to hold your heart rate high for a, like two to three hours yeah so um like that's how i explain it like 100k to 100 miler even 60k to 100 miler like you need to be able to have time on the legs you need to be able to keep your heart rate low because if your heart rate's too high then you're burning too much energy yeah. like using Can't too much eat. energy yeah. so then you pick up problems so yeah that's how i explain it also talking about that on that note um like i also feel, feel very strongly about how people see an athlete um like your body type or not yeah. body type just like physique wise kind yeah. of this whole thing we are we yeah. spoke about like is there what is like an athletic look yeah yeah so in my opinion like i would i would be lying to say if i don't want to look lean and like super strong and veins everywhere and <laughs> <laughs> like i would be lying but that's just not reality like i mean when we spoke earlier about my injury i learned the hard way um I had a very bad relationship with food, which led me to um, obviously not eating. And um, I would run and I would do a whole lot of like activities and I just wouldn't eat because now sure. I want to yeah. be a runner. And to be a runner, you need to be thin and you need to be fast and this and that. So yeah, I learned the hard way with that. I broke my hip obviously because I wasn't fueling enough and I picked up stress fractures and mm -hmm. everything. Sure. So yeah, like... Um, being an athlete you don't need to be super lean and like super thin and veins everywhere like that's not reality you need to feel yourself you need to feel good on your run um if you're not going to feel correctly um you're not going to recover you're yeah. not going to feel good on the run you're going to pick up injuries yeah you're going to pay for it yeah. later yeah so there's no use in looking the part and not doing well um you'd rather have maybe a kilogram or two extra and sure. actually feel good and perform. Um, but yeah, that's just my opinion. I know a lot of people have a lot of disagreements and everything when it comes to this topic, but that's just my I think my what's opinion. so cool for me is how like you open about about that. And the other thing is, I mean, yeah, that's great, especially if you're coaching young athletes, you yeah. can set this great example for them. But um it's also backed up by like you've been there, you've hit your head, you've had yeah. the injury and now you're having great performances in the time of your life and, and feeling good and running well yeah. and fueling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I actually have a story to tell um, the other day, which is quite ridiculous if you ask me. So I have, I mentioned I have little kids that I coach Yeah. and there's at the, at the moment we have the, there's, I have, three kids in the group that are going to um Tuya um, Biathlon yes champs yes yeah. I think it's Highgate or something it's okay. happening this weekend actually um and I have three of them and there's this one little girl that really wants to like do well and she she loves that I run and she wants to run like me and yeah, this and that sweet. and her mom me and my mom me and her mom are we're quite good friends and um we were chatting the other day before athletics and she comes to me and she's like quite upset and she goes, yeah, um, 
my daughter she was changing for pt today and the girl she runs against comes to her and says to her yeah um do you have veins on your tummy and in your groin like me like you should look like this if you want to beat me and i was just like why are kids at this age already going on about how you should look to be an athlete like imagine they are i think they're nine so they're talking oh, about this wow. when they're nine years old so like it's it's reality like people are very like wanting to have the right look to be the part crazy which yeah i got also a little bit upset when i heard that yeah and i'm very like straight to the point when it comes to this kind of stuff so i actually went to chat to the little girl and i said listen like you don't need to have that you are only nine years old like yeah you don't need to look that way if you're gonna look like that now you're not gonna be able to run later later on in life like you need to you need to look after your body correctly to do it the rest of your life yeah also with athletes that i have i have a young a young girl she's high school now i think she's grade grade 10 i think um she also like very well built little girl um she runs very well and she's training she's always in the green on training peaks and she's always amped to do everything and yeah like I had to explain to her she also like went through like a hip niggle kind of thing and I actually had to also like chat to her and tell her what I've been through because people don't actually understand like until you actually speak to someone firsthand about something like this yeah so she was going through something similar and I sat down with her and chatted to her about it and I was like we need to look after your body we need to we need to do some speed work we need to do some heels we need to gym is very important I like believe in gym yeah (laughs) gym gym work like allows you not to get injuries it prevents injuries um so it's very important to do um so yeah when i when an athlete signs with me i usually like really exaggerate the fact that we're going to be doing gym work and a lot of athletes don't like the gym like runners or cyclists they really don't like the gym i just want to be outside yeah (laughs) Yeah, luckily i like the gym so (laughs) that's that's good um but yeah ever since i've started gymming i've also seen that i don't pick up injuries so yeah so i chatted to her and she she eventually started to agree with me like yeah she she understands and yeah like it's just been in the green like yeah, i said that's great so yeah it's i think having that influence is so important yeah. and i appreciate that you are like <laughs> have a strong voice on that um yeah, yeah that's really cool and um i think yeah, I mean, you had we, we spoke a bit about the the shorter distances now. Like you, you can be an excellent athlete, and like I want to say, only run short. Uh, yeah. Like yeah, we had a whole chat in the car, but um, you were in Chamonix last year, and I think you did two um, races while you were there. And I'm sure the kind of standard of athlete you went up against, you can like confirm that there's just amazing athletes across across all distances so what was that experience like for you and I mean yeah you also had Istria you did so well there and that was an international race um so yeah how how were things when you were running in Chamonix um so last year was my year of traveling (laughs) (laughs) I decided to do um two international races and Istria went surprisingly well um and then I went to Chamonix middle of last year Oh, it's like the best place. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, uh, there's so many athletes there. Like the village is just packed with athletes. Yeah. It's so cool to see. Um, and everyone's so nice. Um, and yeah, like the 20K, I did the the 20K, the y, it's called the YCC. Yeah. Um, so we raced a, a 20K, or I think it was 16Ks, a 16Ks in Komaya. Yes. <laughs> it was so nice. I actually stayed there three weeks before I went to Chamonix. Oh, so awesome. it was like the best. Um, and then the day after we did like a, a 4K, 4k like sprint but like up the hill in Germany yeah yeah. so yeah it was really cool um I actually podiumed on that one nice yeah it was very very nice um it was super fast and yeah like that field was like stacked and like good athletes and then um obviously the other distances as well super stacked yeah um some good performances there and yeah it's just very something different like races here in south africa are also like super super stacked like we have really good athletes here um so yeah it's just a different experience to be in a different country obviously but also it's like the biggest race trail yeah. running race of the year or yeah in the sure. world so yeah. it is different so cool yeah um but I'm, i mean i'm glad you had a good experience there I'm, I'm excited to see what you what you go back for and how the the year kind of looks coming up but um and what is what is the ultimate like trail running dream do you have uh, an event or a race that you're just like i i need to get to the start line um yeah like i actually i'd love to maybe be on the golden trails circuit for yeah like i'd like to maybe go to that one day and do like the series like very cool and like try get a top 10 or podium or whatever but yeah that's my goal like i'd i'd love to go do one of those epic yeah oh i can't wait the day that we <laughs> see you on that that circuit um and I literally, I can't believe this, Rebecca, time flies. We, I, I told you this was going <laughs> to happen. And I'm like, we both had um, a lot we wanted to chat about. I think um, last one before I, I go with our like rounding out question, but um, with one of the things, I mean, you've been an ASICS athlete now for like since the start of your trail running journey. And I believe you've just kind of signed with them again. Um, and I'm sure they played a role in kind of getting you overseas um, that that whole journey and you've also got knock nutrition i think you announced that like last yeah. week so have you had a positive kind of sponsorship journey so far do you find navigating that quite tough um turning offers down yeah how's that been yeah um it's it's like a privilege to be a sponsored athlete mm. obviously you need to work hard and prove yourself kind of um but yeah i'm very lucky to be able to be doing this as a as a job um and yeah i just recently renewed my contract with Essex, and Essex is a great brand they really look after the athletes which is very nice to see i know i've chatted to multiple athletes about like obviously with their brands and everything and i can definitely say firsthand that Essex is like really looks after the athletes which is really nice that's awesome um and yeah, I appreciate it because obviously I want to pursue my dream. Yeah. <laughs> so it helps like 
they want me to race overseas they want me to race here they want me to do the best I can so they're willing to do anything for me yeah to be where I want to be um so yeah it's really cool and then NARC I've just recently signed with NARC they approached me just before UTCT actually and yeah I was chatting to them and they were super keen to have me on the the team um I'm on the the junior team for NARC um it's like 20 under 21s um that are on the team so it's it's really really cool because we like have a little trail packed pack (laughs) kind of kind of thing going um and then yeah we like will link up at international races um and yeah the nutrition i used to use morton okay so it was a little bit of a shift because um narc has some interesting products yeah they have like their gel is like a puree yes like a more whole food focus so maybe that could work for the the ultra i might be doing oh nice (laughs) yeah so um that's really cool they have carb mix which is really nice they have a watermelon carb mix which is great because (laughs) like watermelon is my middle name at the moment (laughs) so yeah that's cool and then they have bars and strip waffles oh yum the best yeah um so they have like variety which is really cool um and yeah i've been testing the products and it's safe to say i love it (laughs) so awesome yeah oh great it's so cool that it's been a good experience i think asics yeah we've there's a lot of good asics athletes on the south african circuits and uh it's always fun to see them come together. Like I yeah. think Sham Chamonix, they've got like a athlete house yeah, that they cool. they have there. So yeah, um, Rebecca, our last question for the day, which is going to be a hard one for you, um, is what is your favorite trail and why? I've recently started doing. I don't know, you know, Tunnel Boss. Like yes, that's sex- it's like one of the the known trails in George. Um, it links up with a, a peak called Van Dalen's, okay. Van Dalen's Peak. And then actually if you drop down, down like kind of on the mountain, but yeah, I don't know how to explain it, but there's like a cave. So a lot of okay. people actually go and like climb there and then they sleep in the cave and there's like a, they leave stuff there. So like a box of like tinned food and oh, wow. like there's a pipe there to get water and a little bry place. And then they leave like mattresses and stuff there, which is really cool. So recently they've cut it open. So it's so nice to run and like super flowing. Um, So yeah, it's like a really cool trail to run at the moment. I change my mind quite regularly (laughs) with the trails I like. (laughs) So um, at the moment it's it's probably that one. So cool. And also obviously pass to pass. I love that trail. (laughs) Yeah. So next time you guys find yourself in George, you can come and take a lap on on Rebecca's favorite trails. Um, But yeah, Rebecca, this has so been so cool. Um, thank you for being vulnerable, uh, sharing your your injury story with us. I know it's always hard to kind of like dredge all of that that up. And um, yeah, I really am excited about keeping an eye on you as you race this year, how stuff goes, and just your your journey. It feels like you've got yeah a bright trail running future ahead of you. Um, and so cool to just see you come from like this dark place of being injured not knowing if you'll do any sports and then like just excelling in the trail running world so thanks em for having me this was great and a little bit hard for me to talk about some things but yeah it was really nice to be here thanks for having me anytime we're gonna have to have you back soon (laughs) (laughs) so 
there you have it folks um that's our episode with rebecca the fkt queen just sharing everything from her her injury journey to how she got into the sport to to what's on the cards for her this year and yeah you guys are just gonna have to wait and see with regards to that ultra and and what comes across her her path um but yeah i hope you guys enjoyed the episode and i'll check in and see you all next week for our next one